0: Well,
1: greetings one and all, and welcome to this latest edition of the TWBC Podcast. I am the aforementioned Tony Lightfoot, and thanking you for your support once again. All right, then. Uh, We are at the Malibu Open here at Lyman Land just outside Tuscaloosa in in Alabama. And uh, I've got a special guest uh, lined up uh, for this this episode, a former former uh, world-class trick skier. He's uh, now the uh, one of the proud parents of uh, of two world class uh, uh, tri- trickers and, and overall skiers. And uh, for those of you that uh, that are that are parents of uh, of, of skiers looking looking to uh, to try and and improve and all of that kind of stuff, then this episode is definitely going to be worth listening to. So with that, I introduce Richard Abelson. So how are you doing, sir? Great, thanks, Tony. Good to be here good 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 to have you here so uh let's let's talk credentials you know because i mean you've been in the
2: sport for for how many years now um well i got into it when i was about uh, five or six years old Uh, my dad uh, got me into it he uh learned to water ski and camp up in uh, upstate new york and uh got my brother and i skiing when we were very young and uh lack of availability of slalom courses and jumps for the most part we uh you know gravitated toward trick skiing up in new hampshire uh skiing on natural lakes and uh that's kind of where we got our start
1: okay so uh, so certainly tricking it so tricking does take does take did take the majority of your time uh taking a majority of your time now as you as you coach your uh your, your son uh, jake and uh your, uh your your daughter alexia uh, I hope I pronounced that right. No, because, because, because I, she be really happy. <laughs> yeah, I get harangued on that consistently, but uh, but yeah, so. So, uh, as as you were skiing and uh, and as you were uh, as you were progressing from like the age of six, I mean, when when uh, around about what time, around about what time, what age uh, did did you figure? Okay, I'm I'm I might be somewhat good at this, or did someone spot uh, talent spot you a little bit and and say that this this the this gear could go far with the right coaching.
2: Uh, Well, I was really fortunate uh, that my parents, uh, you know, seeked out good coaches and I had the opportunity to ski with, uh, you know, some of, uh, you know, the great and most knowledgeable coaches, uh, you know, in the sport. Uh, Growing up, uh, I got to ski with uh, Chet Raley. I got to ski with Tangy uh, Bennett. I got to ski with Mike Ferraro. uh, I skied with Corey Picos. uh, So I, uh, you know, moved around a little bit, but, uh, you know, I was very lucky to uh, have great mentors in the sport
1: okay so uh yeah i mean for as i said right from the very top of the podcast i mean this will be a great episode for any of you parents that are listening in so i mean i mean you i mean you i mean you've be, you've been been involved with the sports in six you know you you've got you 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 got young kids involved uh i mean try to try and give us a sense of you know what what the keys are here uh for, for 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 producing uh a, a skier i mean what's got to happen on their end and what's got to happen from your end to try and to try and come 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 away with the best result that you can between the two of you
2: uh yeah um so well as as i sort of got uh you know a little older i got uh I, was in my uh, early teens and I started skiing with Camilo Espinel, Uh who, um, you know, also is a terrific coach and uh, has become, you know, through the years, uh, you know, a very close friend. Um, And uh, early on, um, you know, I recognized uh, in my kids' development as skiers that I knew, you know, having grown up with different coaches and having parents that you know have opinions and um, are involved in the sport and care Uh, there comes a time in every skier's career where you know it's important to be able to have somebody else in the boat other than your parents Um, so I think for parent coaches it's really important to bring someone in early uh, that has a good relationship with your children that they respect um, and look up to, that can uh, you know help take you out of the boat that you trust their opinions and um, and I think that that's a really important. Um, and key aspect of uh, you know some of the success we've had, um, as well as the consistency that um, you know we've had from uh, you know also one of you know a couple of my other uh, really good friends you know Jimmy Seamers and uh, Jamie Bochain uh, also uh, you know had a big influence on their skiing and have spent time in the boat um, and uh, working with the kids and you know it's great for them to have uh, you know both them to see them both as skiers as mentors as coaches and. And uh, create that, um, you know. <laughs> sometimes kids like to believe that their parents don't know what they're talking about, and uh, and so <laughs> I think that it's uh, it's it's good for them to hear, uh, you know, similar feedback from other people than just their parents.
1: Yeah. So so a little bit of affirmation from the coaches, you know, that in as much as to say yes, your parents do know what they're talking about, and they they know enough to let me get involved get get involved in in coaching you from the start rather than ra- rather than being total them totally involved in your development
2: yeah no absolutely and you know and and it's nice for uh similarly for for us to unplug uh when um you know sometimes uh you know tension you know Let's just say emotions get higher and, uh, you know, it takes a high degree of care and focus for kids to want to excel, um, you know, in this sport or other sports. Um, you know, my kids both are, you know, highly competitive gymnasts as well, um, as well as pursue a kind of a number of other, uh, you know, athletic aspirations, uh, whether it's, you know, snow skiing wise or, uh, you know, Jake's really into wind winging. Uh, he loves mountain biking. Uh, you know, we do a lot of hiking and rock climbing and other what, outdoor sports. What,
1: what a Step back. What was that wing winging?
2: Wind winging, yes. Wind
1: winging. Tell me about a little bit about that because that's the first I've heard of it.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's it's when you're holding a kind of a wing in the wind and you're riding a foil. Ah, um, that
1: oh, that's what they call it. Okay, <laughs> uh, I, I, I wasn't wasn't aware that it was called that. So uh, wind winging. Okay, that okay. Uh, yeah, wing, I've, I've wing, le- wing, learned something. Wing here.
2: foiling. Uh, you know, there's a few different names for it. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of an emerging, newly emerging sport, uh, wind sport.
1: Okay, so. Uh, we're at the point uh, where we 're talking about other other activities aside from the from the, the sport of, uh, from the sporter skiing you know I mean i mean I mean i 've actually seen quite a few uh, skiers kind of like diversify their athletic prowess and their talents you know and try and draw from those to actually improve upon their main one you know uh, I mean how ha- I mean have there been instances that you've seen from uh, I don't know, from some of the activities that your get, kids get involved in, like draw upon that to improve upon their trick skiing and what have you?
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, I mean, gymnastics is your kind of really direct uh, line. You know, all the kind of acrobatic movements as well as the strength uh, derived from it. It also allows uh, my kids to really take a very strong off-season from skiing. Um, you know, in the winter, uh, you know, really from November through till March, they really don't pick up a water ski. Uh, and, you know, it's important for them to have that long offseason, pursue other things and other interests, and then come back and be really excited about skiing when they re-engage.
1: They must have drawn a lot of inspiration from someone like Erica Lang, who, who, di- who was, who was a, an extremely high-level gymnast, probably still is, you know, I mean, if push comes to shove, you know, and seeing her excel in that and say, OK, th- th- this is what I've got to do to get to this point, then I've got to get it done.
2: Uh yeah no certainly that was that was very successful for Erica and she was a phenomenal gymnast when she was younger and i I know that uh you know occasionally she does go to uh the gym and can still uh tumble quite well and so uh you know, Erica's uh you know hugely talented athlete and um and has been very successful in both
1: okay one of the challenges that a lot of skiers and especially kids get into is they plateau at some particular stage you know i mean that I mean they get to a point where uh I don't. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're learning flips and stuff, and they just can't get, can't seem to land that half twist or, uh, or that, or that back to back, and you know, and they know, and they know in their heart of hearts they got to, they got to get that in, in into their run as quick, as quickly as possible, or efficiently as possible, you know. So, so how would, how would someone like you, know no, get, get past? That that kind that that kind of challenge, you know, because I mean it's it it, it it's been enough to derail a lot a lot of a lot of kids uh, uh, skiing skiing, skiing pro the in the years.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's a, a very good thing to bring up i think some people see the path as uh you know that there's only one route to get there and you know you come across a trick and all of a sudden you know you're you know it's maybe it's a wake five front and you're catching edges on it again and again and again and you know the frustration builds and it seems like every set you're going out and taking hard falls um and if you can't kind of break through that then there's there's no future for you and Um, there's
1: there's that quicksand analogy you know you try your hardest your hardest your hardest and then you get deeper and deeper and deeper and you can't get yourself out
2: yeah no i think uh, you know and, and unfortunately you know that i think that does occur a lot um I guess I'm a big advocate of, you know, kind of put something on a shelf for a little bit. Um, don't necessarily, you know, c- kind of continue to beat your head against the wall. And that There's a lot of different tricks to learn. There's a lot of different skills to be able to learn. Um, some of them are a lot easier. You know, for me, the tricks really are, um, you know, kind of arbitrary. If you know how to ride your ski well, you know how to stand on your ski well, you have your setup right, you're, you feel connected. Um, you know a lot of the tricks really eventually happen just as a course of evolution of your skiing. Um, it's kind of um, the you know your your buoy count in slalom is a function of how well you ride a slalom ski. your distance and jump and how you cut is how well you ride your jumpers and how well you, and your, and your level of understanding um, the it's the same in trick. Um, You know, certainly you just spend the time and learn the tricks, but you're not going to learn a trick really before it's your time to learn it. Yeah. Um, When you've developed that natural skill, that natural ability to stand on your ski and it's your time, sometimes, I mean, I've seen skiers that have never tried a trick before that could be an 800 point trick and they make it the first try. And it's, you say, Like a front flip. Like a front flip, and it's like, okay, well, how did they do that? Did they do it because the trick is easy? No, they didn't do it because the trick is easy. They did it because it was their time, and they'd already reached the level of skill required for that trick. And now, learning that trick was really an eventuality.
1: Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, when you see some videos of like Joel Poland uh, goofing off on a trick ski, and uh, you 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 probably look a little bit deeper into in, into 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 something that on the surface. Is essentially you know, hey, look, Joel Poland, he knows how to have fun on on a on a trick ski. You're probably seeing you know he's standing pretty well on that trick ski, and there's there's probably good reason why he's probably one of the better trick skiers out there.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think for the most part, you know, if you if you can go kind of show the style and grace that you know Joel shows, just kind of cruising around on a trick ski, doing you know every different type of one eighty uh, or wake <laughs> one eighty, um, you know. Uh, and and make and, and do it with such kind of fluidity um, and control uh, that it translates over to doing almost any trick you want to do. So th- that's really the basis of of trick skiing.
1: Uh-huh, yeah, just just going out there learning how to stand on the trick ski, getting balanced enough to to uh, to goof off on the trick ski, you know and then and then once you've established that, then then you can actually get into the in, into the meat and potatoes of actually turning turning tricks, so to speak.
2: yeah, and I mean that and that translates over to slalom and jump or anything, so you know I think tricks is just an amazing way to start in the sport, and if you learn how to ride a trick ski well, you're going to be able to do most anything else you want to do on a water ski.
1: Talk about slalom and jump—not uh, your specialty uh, oh, in terms of in, mean, terms of in terms of in terms of in terms of not not for you uh, being being a competitor or probably even going so far as to coach him. But your your long-established contacts within the coaching world that, that helped develop the strict skiers come into play for slalom and jump as well. Wouldn't you agree?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I've been fortunate to you know ski with Jimmy for you know a long time, and as well as Jamie and 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 you know Marcus Brown and you know I've a number of other slalom friends, you know Chris Rossi and otherwise that I've spent time you know discussing slalom with at length, and you know fortunately developed a good understanding of the sport, and and you know been able to you know along with you know Camilo, you know work with my kids and give that, um, uh, you know, as well as recognize my wife who, uh, you know, is a pretty phenomenal mariana slalom. mariana who is a pretty phenomenal phenomenal slalom skier uh, and overall know, skier and, yeah uh, yep and, and an overall skier uh yeah although yep, yeah, she hasn't jumped since she was uh, you know younger and uh time actually to get those jumps she did out. in uh, senior worlds last year i uh, uh, i think uh yes. she
1: might do in the senior worlds <laughs> next year
2: <laughs> maybe maybe next year we'll take, see.
1: take a trip to greece yes
2: yeah, she is i forgot she has reemerged as an overall skier again uh and uh but uh but yeah no so no my uh Alexi's, uh you know been uh chasing the uh you know national record and we'll see if she gets that but she's been uh working hard to, uh, you know and has run uh thirty eight a couple times in practice and uh is is doing quite well so we'll see where she goes
1: and i mean she got fourth overall the uh, the u twenty one worlds was and it wasn't it alexi, uh, alexi. Uh, jake
2: jake got fourth. Uh, got, thir- got fourth got third in overall uh and then lexi was um not fourth overall. She was like uh, like
1: twelfth, I think. Twelfth was twelfth or something like that, but certainly a lot of room to, room to improve. Uh, uh, she,
2: got, she got, I think, she got fourth in overall, maybe at junior worlds.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as I recall, I'll probably check on the results anyway. But I mean, I do so many tournaments the year. I mean, they're all running run into one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I understand. I, likewise, it's hard to keep track a little bit, but they they they, they, did, they did great and had fun
1: okay so uh you're probably looking forward to uh to next season we're here at the malibu open uh are, are they both competing or is or is jake just competing
2: uh lexi's not here no just jake is competing and uh and he's doing overall um you know and so uh it should be fun
1: yeah we'll be fun we'll be fun so uh I mean, there's this tournament. Uh, it, Jake, Jake, as a matter of fact, where, is the defending bronze medalist at the Men's World Tricking Championship. When he got that, when he got that, I mean, that must have been so exciting for you and uh, the rest of the family, right?
2: Uh, when he got uh, third uh, at World y- championship, y- yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that was very exciting and unexpected. He was so young at the time. Um, you know, it was two years ago. Uh, he was only 13 years old. Uh, you know he's only 15 now and uh, so it's uh, you know he's he's had a lot of fun and a lot of success and uh, you know this sports uh, you know a challenging sport that uh, you know is has its ups and downs and so uh, and you gotta you know stick with it and so it's great to have that uh, early success but you gotta you know fight through the troughs too so you know
1: he also turned out to be a pretty darn good announcer, too, too during that event uh, in the finals. And, I mean I, I mean, I remember the whole scenario, you know. I mean, he was the first one out in the water, pretty much, wasn't he? And then he had to wait and wait, and it was like a, it was, it was like a, a tournament of attrition, you know. He's going down, he's going down. Okay, there might be a possibility here. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, what yeah, was no, going no. through your mind at that time?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, we didn't think that uh, he was, uh, you know, had a score high enough for a podium slot, um, you know, after he'd kind of gone down at the end of his uh, second pass in the finals. Um, But, uh, you know, it ended up being enough. And, uh, you know, the finals at the Worlds is always, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure people put on themselves and um, also a lot of big runs people are trying to do to try and win. And this year's, I mean, you never know. It could take a world record to win. Oh, yeah. and so uh, it's going to be an exciting event and uh, I, th- I think we'll see a lot of great skiing
1: Okay, so uh, I mean it's obviously important to establish goals in, in, in life whether, whether, whether you're working or whether you're skiing so what, what, what goals do Lexi and Jake have uh, you know in, in I would say early early next year I would say once we get done with this one
2: uh, well, I think, you know, they're both, uh, passionate about kind of becoming, developing overall skiers, not just trick skiers. And, uh, you know, while trick was sort of our basis and focus early on, um, you know, Jake's, uh, they've both been slaloming and jumping a lot. And, uh, you know, Lexi's going to be just doing trick at worlds this year, uh-huh. um, and at 13 years old. And then, um, but hopefully, uh, we'll see in the next worlds, uh, she'll do, uh, pro- hopefully overall. And, uh. And but this is also Jake's first open uh, open worlds with overall. And so that should be exciting and fun for him. A lot more skiing.
1: All right. And we certainly look forward to that. This has been the latest edition of the TWBC podcast uh, here with uh, Richard Abelson. We thank him very, very much for being a participant here. Uh, Any parting words,
2: sir? yeah no, I just want to say thank you, Tony and I just want to you know give a call out to you know the whole TWBC team who just does a phenomenal job framing the sport and you know continuing to elevate the level at which this sport is presented um, is just so critical to uh, you know both educating a broader uh, you know audience as well as just uh, continuing to create more engagement um, you know within the professional arena of this sport and uh, you guys just do a phenomenal job and so thank you
1: And almost before I forget, what about good ski? because oh
2: yeah uh, go buy good skis they're great uh, they're uh, you know make the best skis out there uh, you know both my kids uh, slalom on them both of them they trick on them and uh you know we developed avalon uh trick ski which both lexi and jake are on um and uh it's uh, you know i think the best trick ski on the market
1: all right then and with that uh, we'll uh, we'll conclude the episode thank you very much for your support and until
0: next time it is ciao for now